Hey, thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. I'm Statman from B105 Radio in Cincinnati with my pal Andrew Rosen. How's it going, everybody? From Smythe Automotive, and thank you so much for downloading because we're just going to have some fun talking about cars today and where the automotive industry is headed. Yeah, absolutely. 2019 is going to be a crazy year. Oh my gosh, I'm already excited. A, we got the Jeep coming out. Yep. The Gladiator. And that thing looks really cool. A lot of other manufacturers are coming out with their lines. But yeah. to me, a Jeep truck really is like screaming, go blow whatever, 50 grand or how much it's going to be to get so a new one. I love the idea of a Jeep truck, right? Yeah. But I think visually, right, for me, I'm definitely a visual person. It is ugly. Well, the Rubicon... <laughs> It looks cool, but if you don't get the you know the Rubicon version, I get you. It does look a little ugly, but they're gonna have a a turbo diesel option in it. You'll be able to tow things. It's gonna compare to like the Colorado or the Canyon. Yeah, it'll be a little bit more powerful, but it, it you know it's just in time for Ford's Ranger. No, and that's I, coming. And out. I agree, right? So Ford is doing a lot of cool stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, I talked about that a little bit a while ago. Well, they've been um, teasing a Ford Bronco, yeah, to come so, out in 2020, but and that's what I'm excited about. So I'm super torn. Right, like I really want to buy a new car in 2020. I'm not going to. I'm keeping my Silverado. Okay, um, personal budgeting reasons. As far as I'm just, you know, well, the Silverado will run forever. Right, that's my point. Is like, why buy a new car? My Silverado is perfectly fine. If it ain't we're, broke, we're going to touch on that in another episode. Okay. Actually, <laughs> about the cost of repairs and new vehicles. But yeah, I mean, Boy. to stay on topic for today, right? We're going to talk about new vehicles. I love my Silverado, but the 2020 Blazer. Uh, yeah, I did see some renderings of that. I'm just, I'm in love with what I've seen of it so far. And I thought the 2020 Bronco, because it was announced first, and I saw some of the concepts, yeah. I was like, oh, I want one. And then I saw the 2020 Blazer, and I've just always been like a K2 Blazer. Oh, just yeah. Just a fan of the of the Chevy Blazer, but um. and maybe that'll come out. And now this might get you excited too, because Ford also announced that they're coming out with a Ford Explorer Interceptor Police Edition. It's That's gonna have cool. a beefier engine. I guess it's gonna have it'll idle and save gas, so it's more better for tax paying and communities that have to pay into the car. But it also has a badass engine. Uh, redefined suspension because those SUVs don't handle very well. Well, this one is going to handle great. And I'm really curious. They're they're holding out on the numbers right now, but I'm curious to see what kind of engine it has. You know, it's going to be like track ready. I don't know. As an SUV, (laughs) that's kind of cool because we're dads. We got to fit kids in the back. And they could just fit a lot of criminals now. Yeah. yeah. I I, I mean, I'd love to be able to afford and get a Hellcat, but I don't think my kids would appreciate me picking them up in a Hellcat. You know? So, on the Hellcat conversation, actually, I was sitting there watching TV last night, yeah. and a commercial for the Elephant came up. <laughs> what? A thousand horsepower out the box. The Elephant. It's it's Hel- the newest thing from Mopar oh, um, man. called the Elephant. So they kind of took the Hellcat, um, and they added it to this elephant of an engine, and it's truly... An absolute oh, monster. man, I'm going to have to Google that, because yeah. I bet that's... I mean, dude, Dodge has made some awesome strides in the muscle car area. Yeah, no, totally. I would say that Dodge is realistically... I mean, Ford has the Mustang, right? Yeah. Chevy has yeah. the Corvette, which the 2019 Corvette is unbelievable. Oh, Mid, that's a supercar. Mid-engine and, supercar, exactly. And the, co- uh, the uh, Camaro, also another great yeah. car from... 
but muscle car. But Dodge is truly making. I think they're leading the American way. American muscle cars in the 21st century. Now, in a month, ask me because Shelby's going to announce their 2020 specs for their Cobra that'll okay. be coming out. That's I think next month they're going to make that big announcement. They're already kind of teasing it on social media. I'm a Mustang nerd and follow yeah. Shelby. Anyway, and that might change our opinion. That might be the elephant in the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take your elephant. Yeah. No. And, well, and that goes back to our conversation about Ford, right? They're doing some crazy stuff. They are pretty much killing their car division. Yeah, they're taking out the Taurus. Everything. I mean, they're taking out any in the Fusion, any of it. Mm-hmm. So the only cars that Ford is going to make is going to be the Mustang and the Focus. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they're keeping the Focus for realistically like commercial yeah. delivery vehicle type applications. And I the think Mustang. overseas it sells really well too. The Focus. Yeah. Well, the Focus and the frame of a Focus is used on lots of different That's things, true. not just before. And then Ford's going to keep all their fleet vehicles. You still get the all trucks the fleet and the vans. vehicles. But well, and they're still going to produce SUVs, and they're still going to produce yeah. pickup trucks. But because they're getting rid of the tourists, that's why they're coming out with an inter- Interceptor Ford Explorer. But yeah, no, so I'm excited about that. The Explorer, I absolutely love, too. I think when they redid that in the early 2012, 13 time frame, yeah. I just I think it's beautiful. I, yeah. The Ford has done a lot of good stuff, and I'm a Chevy guy through and through, right? So Well, you'll get that Blazer eventually. Uh, we'll but, see. But I do think out. Ford has been making a killer product, and yeah. they're, and they're you doing know, well. You were mentioning the the Ford Bronco, it's, yeah. it's kind of like a two-door SUV is kind of what that styling is. And actually, Dodge Ram has been teasing like a 1500 SUV of some kind. Oh, wow. So that we might see something like that. That might be like 2021 or in the next few years. But that, I'm really interested to see that, though. Yeah, I think they're going to see that market grow because now that they're able to get fuel-efficient SUVs and mm-hmm. these bigger cars are now more efficient and, well, gas isn't as expensive, there's now a market for those kind of gas cars. Gas is right $1.81 right now. Isn't that amazing? I mean, what? Is it 1998 again? <laughs> right? This is weird. $1.81. I get, like, I'm not complaining. I drove to Atlanta twice in the last three weeks. Oh, um, But I think I spent $150 in gas for two trips to Atlanta in my Ford Escape. It was $23 to fill up my car. That is amazing. Life is good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I just, I have no complaints. Yep. So the automotive industry, we're talking about it here, 2019. Um, another big trend coming in, you know, it started in 2018, but moving into 2019 is electric vehicles. Oh, yeah. We're seeing more and more of them. I was sitting at Starbucks the other day, and uh, Tesla Model X pulled in, and we were in the car with my wife's grandmother, and uh, she looks over, and this Tesla Model X pulls in, and as it's pulling in, the guy takes his hands off the steering wheel, it finishes parking itself, it raises up so it doesn't hit the curb, and like settles in. It's and amazing. she's like... Did that car just raise up? I was like, yeah. And I said, and the back wings look like a TIE fighter, too. Yes. No, the back doors look like a TIE fighter, too. The, you know, they raise up yep. with those. And we saw one of those at the uh, Smythe Car Show. There was one there. The technology um, is amazing. Those little side doors, that's, I think, going to be a future. We're going to see that other manufacturers pick up on that because, like, uh, I got a, a Buick Enclave with yep. the big SUV doors with the my kids in the back trying to park at the mall and open yeah. it. It's a pain in the butt. So with those swing outdoors the way Tesla has, we're going to see more of that. You know what I'm honestly surprised somebody hasn't come out with yet is like a pocket door. You know, minivans have like the sliding doors. Yeah. But, you know, 
like in your house with the pocket doors, they slide straight into the wall. Yeah. So there's no extra space needed. I know that I hate that. Like, especially in my truck, it's got a big doors on it and I pull into a spot and you, you need some room. I, and they're I would not be surprised. Smaller and smaller. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that in the future. I, I think, think you just made cool. a prediction in cars. <laughs> the pocket doors is the wave of the future. Keep an eye out 2020s <laughs> for the pocket door on yeah. your new car. So electric vehicles, more and more European import vehicles, obviously. Yeah, we um, are seeing a lot more European cars. Well, well with them, and the, the electric, it's, it's a big deal. I guess they're doing a lot of great stuff with it over there. You and I had a conversation not too long ago about the Chevy Volt, and that wasn't an overly no. um, successful <laughs> venture on their side. So. We'll just leave the Volt alone for now. <laughs> but yeah, so 2018 uh, electric vehicles in the one and a half million unit sales, which is, which is huge. Um, and not only coming from U.S., but also in China, uh, which happens to be the largest automotive market in the entire world. So China's – there's all this tension. We won't get into politics, right? We know what's going on, but China is – It's a bigger country. Yeah. Look at this, the size of it alone. And they're doing like, a lot yeah, of good stuff. Sense. So – so charging stations, that's one thing I've noticed a lot, too. Have you noticed mm-hmm. that as you're driving around, now all of a sudden you see all these electric charging stations all yep. over the place? And Kroger's picking up on it, and a lot of main chains, Shell and BP, mm-hmm. you're starting to see, oh, what's that over there in the corner by the air pump? And the charging rest stops. Stations. I've started to see rest stops having that's true, yeah. electric charging stations, which it makes sense, right? So that was one thing that always turned me off of electric vehicles is I like to travel, me and my wife, obviously, for being Atlanta natives. We travel from Cincinnati back down to Atlanta a lot. I wouldn't want an electric vehicle because I wouldn't want to have to stop for half an hour, 45 minutes yeah. to charge my cars. Um, but I think we're going to see that going away. Oh, definitely. Soon. And I visited Tesla once. And the, if you have a road trip, they will help you map it out so that you'll go from like charging station to charging station like along the way uh, so that you're not at one place for like an extended period of time that you yeah. And it ends up being just like if you had to stop and get gas in a gas car, you take a five minute break, you know, and they'll map it out for you. So they're figuring out how to road trip in these electric vehicles. But you're right. For a long time, they were not designed for long distances. Well, and I think that's great. I mean, the the more we can get into these very efficient, good for the environment, Mm -hmm. good for everybody, smart yeah. Uh, type vehicles, I think. I think it's good. I mentioned they seem to be safer too. Yeah, well, the au- autopilot um, type stuff, right? So, yeah. I mean, I think I think we've already seen. I think that's questionable, but we've <laughs> seen right a reduction in, in accidents and things. The guy who I was mentioning earlier, who had the Tesla at the Smythe Car Show, I was sitting there talking with him for a little while, and he told me even just on the way to the car show that day, um, his car prevented him from being in an accident. He was driving down the road, and he, he wasn't even in autopilot mode. He was in manual mode, but he was driving down the road, and the girl next to him was texting. She swerved over into his lane, and the car literally evaluated the lane next to him, knew there was a space, moved his car over. She swerved into his lanes. He avoided it, and the car corrected itself back inside the lane. Isn't that scary? I mean, I mean that's awesome. <laughs> I've heard the Subarus have that accident prevention yeah. uh, function now, too, and it will... When I test drove a Tesla, it feels like somebody's taking the wheel and moving it forward. It'll steer you out of the way. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. There's a ghost in the car grabbing the wheel. I don't know how I feel, like, personally, right? I don't know. If you you got your little junior in the back. That's true. Driving down the road, and some dummy is texting and change lanes, and the car moves out of the way. Hey, for a little, little man, that, that ain't such a bad thing. No, and I agree with you. It's just weird to me. Yeah. It is. And it you is. do feel like you're giving up a bit of your rights of your freedom, but... For I safety. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You ain't doing anything that wild with the kids in the car. 
Um, so we we're talking about self-driving cars. You know, that's growing. Toyota has debuted the company's e-palette concept. Um, it's still just a concept at this point, but uh, it's got a lot of other people interested, including Uber and Pizza Hut, which is basically an autonomous vehicle uh, that can be configured to fit specific business models. So as we move forward, and this is going to be interesting, right? We're in the automotive business, the yeah. parts delivery business, right? All of our wholesale customers get yeah. delivery parts. So I'm personally really excited to see where this goes as we move forward. Um, can we take drivers off the road, right? Maybe. And, and Pizza have delivery men at delivery least. vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, well, and efficiencies too that come with that. When a customer needs a part and they need it now and there's not a driver around. Good point. If you have a vehicle that can deliver that part directly to the customer on its own, yeah. that's going to be something that's really interesting. Or if you're running a shop and you've got to you know, get your employees out of there for, for a three-day weekend and you need something, but yeah. you don't have time to send them to the store, well, hey, the store will come to you. That's, yes, exactly. I see what you mean. Uh, that's a whole different way of looking at it. Uh, well, and then even with like think about uh, Kroger now, they do that online shopping and stuff. Oh, yeah. If you own a restaurant or something and you don't have somebody to send to the store because you ran out of chicken for example now you could have the vehicle go pick it up for you and have it within an hour because the the store is automating the picking they're loading it in the car and it's coming straight to you endless possible we live in a really interesting and exciting time i think and somebody's got to maintain all those vehicles a lot of tires yeah parts so another cool thing that I've seen is automotive subscription plan. I got a lot of this information today. I was reading over an article on AmericanMechanic.com. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting website. I've, I've found myself browsing there quite a bit frequently. Um, but subscription plans. So uh, they basically say on their website, you subscribe to Amazon Prime, you subscribe to Apple Music or to Spotify. Apple even offers an iPhone subscription service that lets you trade in your phone each year. Now, the same concept is coming to world of car sales. In fact, you'll find several automakers already have such a plan in place, including Lincoln, Porsche, and Cadillac. A plan offers consumers the chance to enjoy hassle-free upgrades to new vehicles on a shorter time frame than would otherwise be possible. So basically, it's sort of like leasing a car, but you get that trade-in program. So every 12 to 24 months, you're trading in that vehicle. You're not going to owe on it like you would with a lease if you went over the miles. It's like a an upgrade program. It's like you're car. constantly renting a car. Basically, yeah. Like a long-term car rental. But I'm sure with that also comes the, you got to take it to them to do the servicing. Oh, they'll get you in the pocket in the right. end. But I guess for people who just don't, you know, the no mechanically inclined people yeah. out there, we love you, but uh, maybe you shouldn't be working on cars. This might be a great plan for people like that. Yeah. Well, and I think realistically, right, I think that's the majority of, of the, the new car ownership base. Yeah. Plus, as cars become more and more complicated, we've touched on this in several episodes in the past. Very true. That home repair is getting tougher and tougher. Yeah, because you got to have not just the tools, but then the software and the computer yeah. and the and the link-ups and everything yeah. else. Yeah, it might just be more efficient to instead of having to buy all of that stuff to get on a payment plan. And Yeah, you know, and luckily we're, stretched out. we're still a little bit away from that being the norm, yeah, which is good. So, so um, there's still life left for all those guys who love turning wrenches. Oh, and I think you, you'll end up saving a lot of money in the end oh, yeah. turning your own wrenches. rather it's, it's always that way in life, but I'm sure with those plans, they're really going to get you. But... I'm sure a lot of people see that as a nice option to temporarily own a car and if they, you know, turn it over and turn it over. And I, I know they they have uh, different like car clubs 
that you could get involved with where like if you need a pickup truck, you could contact your club and they'll have a, a pickup oh, truck you like can use. Like a co-op kind of? Yeah, you get a sedan or if you wanted like a two-door car on the weekend. I know there's different like clubs and stuff that do huh. that. Uh, I thought like AAA actually had something going for a little while with – but it was more like a car rental kind okay. of club thing than it was like a – your actual everyday driver, you huh. know. That's pretty neat. I like that. I know National Rental Car has something similar to that where they have like the pick any aisle. So yeah, exactly. You can go on and you can pick whether you need a truck or an SUV. Or- and that's dipping your toe into what you are talking about earlier yeah. about just going ahead and borrowing cars. I mean, what do they get? <laughs> there's going to be a term for it. I'm yeah. sure they're going to come up no, with it. for sure. But um, keep an eye out. 2019 is going to be a really interesting year, and then 2020 and beyond. Uh, we barely even touched on the 2019 Corvette, but I'm still enamored by that vehicle. Oh, it is just beautiful. There hasn't been official pictures, but I have seen like the ones where they have the covered vehicle with like the Digimap on it, so you can't really tell, but it is sexy. Yeah. And we can't <laughs> knock like, you know, Lexus and Toyota and Nissan. They got a lot of cool stuff coming out too it's it's really amazing the amount of horsepower they're getting out of these uh gas efficient engines now it's exciting times it is exciting i'm looking forward to it very much well we'll keep talking about it in the future thanks for downloading sockets and cylinders this week Uh, if you have any car questions feel free to email us podcast at smythautomotive.com follow along on the smyth automotive facebook page uh check us out on instagram at smyth automotive follow us on twitter at smyth automotive um and also check out the sockets and cylinders youtube series yeah. there's always brand new content coming on there check out uh go to sockets and cylinders.com and that'll actually redirect you right to our youtube youtube channel right on thanks guys have a good one thanks